Welcome to EB Life. It's our special 40th episode that we've ever put out. <clears throat> uh, Steve is our guest co-host. Steve Con. Steve Con. Sorry, um, <laughs> you're in the chair now. Yeah, that's, that's right. There's a lot of power I'm in sitting that chair. In, sitting in Sean's chair, and I can I can feel the energy. There's a lot of power in that chair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you think you're up for it? No, but let's <laughs> let's look, let and, it be what it's going to be. And to my left and Steve's right, we have Christy Chapman. Welcome, Christy. Thank you. Um, I'm not I'm not sure anyone knows you by <laughs> listening to this <laughs> right? podcast, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, Christy, uh, Steve um, texted me or talked to me one night about you and kind of the things that you do uh, with the Rec Project starting up and some other things like kayaking for. Uh, children and so we're going to kind of have a conversation about um, what all that entails but also how we can get involved but first i want to um kind of pick your brain how you started all these things your passion behind it um and then we'll go from there so welcome thanks um thanks for having me um i think uh, i got started with the fitness industry a few years back um almost seven years ago now and that's kind of how the rec project started as well um it's in the building that my original gym was in Mm. and i grew out of it fairly quickly within the first two years i moved out and moved into a new location um but the old location i noticed there were a lot of youth coming over and playing basketball in our parking lot and and that's at the corner of spring creek and and uh spring creek and ringgold right yes okay in east ridge yeah Yeah. like you're turning to go to the hospital right Right. there i'm in the black part of that building behind checking the cash gotcha and what's it called uh, it's called the Rec Project, yeah. um, and uh, I just noticed a lot of boys playing out in the parking lot, and we were trying to figure out what we were going to use the space for, and I was like, Eric, let's try this, and he was like, okay, so here we are. <laughs> yeah, so talk to us kind of about, um, I guess, your passion for fitness, and then correlating that passion into working with kids and, mm-hmm. and young people? Um, well, my passion for fitness is just trying to keep everyone active, everyone fit. I've got some amazing seniors programs. So we're literally doing from youth to all ages. Um, we've got an amazing Parkinson's program. So um, a free Parkinson's program for pedaling for Parkinson's. So anyone with um, Parkinson's disease can come to the gym um, and a couple days a week and train for free. Um, but we've also got a um, boxing uh, program for Parkinson's patients, and it's called Rock Steady Boxing. And we have that three days a week, and it is amazing to see these seniors with Parkinson's come in, and they're out doing my, my youth. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? They're just they're a force to be reckoned with and such an inspiration. Yeah, so you, you do uh, you know young people all the way up to Steve's age. Yes. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'd say that's what you get for sitting in that chair. <laughs> right. Um, so you talked about uh, talk about this rec project that, that you started. Um, what what goes on um, and how how did it get started? Well, um, like I said, it got started with us just um, seeing the kids and the the kids run the street in East Ridge. Mm-hmm. Um, very early, very late, all the time. You'll see them running the streets and. Um, I just thought it was an opportunity to open up a space where they feel safe, they feel not judged. Um, they mm-hmm. have a lot of things, um, especially the kids that I have right now, have a lot of obstacles in their way. <clears throat> and so my goal is to bring them into a safe haven, um, teach them some manners because some of them need them, <laughs> teach them some respect because some of them need that. But you know what? They just need a lot of love. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm giving them. I'm giving them meals every day. I'm giving them shoes if they need them. I'm giving them 
shirts and clothes and whatever they need, um, school supplies. Um, a lot of them need doctor's care. So I have a Dr. Melvin. She's on staff, and she comes in once a month, and she does anything they need. If they need medications, if they mm. need physicals for sports or, you know, anything else that they're going through, she's there to help them through those needs. How, how long has it been uh, going on? I've only been open. Um, this month is my f- a year anniversary, so it's only been a oh, year. Oh, cool. Yep. Let's get a job. Mm-hmm. For that. Good job, Steve. Thanks. Now, are, are you – is it – do you have a lot of volunteer base – working with you in the rec project or is it staff driven right now it's just me and whoever shows up to help okay um i have applied for every grant you can possibly imagine but with the covid the past two years the first year they just completely denied them all and said they're not doing anything for covid and this year um the ones that i have heard back on are a no but there's so many nonprofits in our city Mm. that need the money and so i'm brand new to this and people don't know me they don't know Mm -hmm. what i'm about and they don't know what i'm doing but we're definitely doing some good stuff with this the help of all the volunteers that do show up it's amazing um the help that i'm getting now that people know that there's a serious need um i went from having two to three kids per day to now having 30 plus kids per day wow that's awesome. What uh, what do volunteers do whenever uh, they show um, up? I, they do everything. They cook. They clean. They um, I have a lot of mentors come in. So we try to um, shut things down around 5 o'clock every day and get everyone settled that last hour. And, and we talk about things. We talk about vaping. We talk about um, respecting each other. We talked about um, 10 things that you can do that take no talent, you know, just mm. – uh, we'll teach them how to change tires and change the oil and wow. um, things that you think people know, but they really don't and haven't had those experiences. Life um, skills. Life skills, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get people that come in that can relate to their level and also mm-hmm. people who are compassionate for what they're going through. Um, I've had a few volunteers, honestly, that come in with that. These kids are wild and <laughs> I can't handle it attitude, but these kids are need people who are patient, mm-hmm. kind, gentle, you know, all the fruits of the Spirit. So. Um, what have you kind of seen from these kids the last year that you started this? And what, what's been kind of the response? Have you, what are some cool stories that you've been a part of since we started? You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I made somebody cry a few weeks ago. Yeah, you're going to make me cry. It was me. That's not hard. <laughs> and it wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you be, be a nice big boy, Steve. Steve. <laughs> you don't cry. <laughs> okay, I lost track of the question. <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, yeah, like, what are some uh, some success stories from um, the Rec Project so far? Some success stories are just, oh, for instance, one thing, some things that really touch my heart is, you know, all of them came in pretty much the same day. That's an interesting story. Um, maybe we could cover it, but. Um, they all came on the same day, and I had no idea who belonged to who and who was what. And I was like, okay, guys, you know, who's connected to each other? Who's your brothers? Who's your sisters? And one of the kids stood up, and he pointed to nearly every kid in that room. And he said, she's my sister, and oh. he's my brother. Oh, wow. We're all brothers and sisters. Wow. And I was just like, and they've already That's got. That's making me tear Yeah, up. I know. <laughs> they've already got that unity and that bond because of the struggles that they're going through mm. together. Yeah, they're so. going through life together. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's important, too. Well, That's, that is great. That is great. Wow, what an impact. <clears throat> so what are some plans for the future of the REC Project? Like, what's your dream? It, like, we want to be here, you know, at some point. What, what does well, that Well, honestly, like? I 
kind of feel like we've arrived at that point. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> like, you've got, you've got, got all you can handle I've right got now. Thirty <laughs> kids a day plus that. I mean, we really serve these kids, and they are happy and they are content. I walk up. I I don't open until two thirties in the afternoons. Hopefully, that'll change with more staffing to come, because um, I would like to be open a lot more, eight a.m. to even nine p.m. to have them a place to to come to. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I lost my train of thought again. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess like the goal would just be to expand to more opportunities to oh, connect yeah. with them. Right? Well, I, I think the biggest opportunity is letting them see a different perspective of the lifestyle that they have right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to bring every opportunity into those doors that I can. And so I need people who won't mind sharing their grandmother's recipe and some time to come in and show them how to cook. Mm -hmm. um, I need men who are going to set an example in these kids' lives of what men should look like. Mm. I need I need people to just bring in meals, hot meals a day, because um, some of these kids are not getting a meal a day unless it's from school. Mm. Um, we've got some devastating situations that these families are having to deal with they've got houses that have burnt down they've been having to relocated from different states and they're having a really hard time getting back on their feet and my goal is to not just help these kids but to help these families what are some other things that if someone was looking to get involved you know they can cook they can mm -hmm. mentor what are some other ways that you know we can get involved well in we this? need speech therapists um a lot of the the kids um are dealing with deaf parents, one mm -hmm. or two deaf parents, and so they're they can hear and they can speak, but because they're not used to being around a lot of people that that do you know they do use sign language instead of using English. Yeah. Um. And so anything like that tutoring, these kids need tutoring. Um. These kids need um. Like I'm trying to get do 45 minutes of physical activity a day, so I've got coaches that come in. Right now, I've got three days a week covered, but I would like to have a coach come in the other two days a week and really commit to these kids. And, you know, the volunteers are the ones that are in and out. They're great. But the people who come on and they stay and they commit to these kids' lives make all the difference. Mm. Have you ever had um, other youth come in uh, and and interact with, with you know, your your base of kids that come in every day? Yes, absolutely. I try to even um, promote, um, you know, older youth to come and help volunteer because mm. originally my program was supposed to be kindergarten through high school. Um, but with these recent kids, I'm getting three-year-olds wow. that are needing attention because they're being watched all day long by yeah. 12 and 13 year olds. Mm -hmm. And so the 12 and 13 year old can't ex experience the rec project because they're having to babysit this three year old. So we've opened the doors to younger ages. And of course um, I just need staff. I'm literally doing it by myself at this point. And some days it's just me and 30 kids. And that is craziness. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot. It yeah. sounds like kids' praise. <laughs> All the kids get together. Um, that's awesome. I, um, for those listening, this is a great opportunity to uh, mentor and and tutor and use your different. I mean, it sounds like there's different options to do. You can cook. You can mentor. You can coach. You can. Absolutely. I saw like nutrition, like mm -hmm. planning too. Like I love like uh, meal prepping and stuff. Yeah, it, it sounds like Christy that. For people that would like to be involved, mm -hmm. there's a lot of options. Like there are people out there that probably think, you know, that that sounds great, and I'd like to be involved, but I 
don't have a lot of time, well, that's okay because mm-hmm. there's little things that they can do if they Absolutely. want to. Absolutely. And then, then obviously, if there's somebody that's like, I've got a lot of time and I'm looking for something where I can get involved and make a difference, you know, you've got those opportunities too. So at any level, there's there's opportunity to come and help and make a difference. Absolutely. I had a lady come by last week and dropped off 30 packs of toothpaste, and you would have thought it was gold. Mm. These kids love those packets of toothpaste, and so <laughs> every little bit is making a difference for yeah. these guys. Um, just seeing people stop by, having them interact with people that they wouldn't normally interact with so that they can see different perspectives and different um, outlets that they yeah. may not have had an opportunity to so far. That's awesome. Well, thank you for doing that work, and, yeah. and that's really great. Now, you have this other cool thing that I'm very interested in, this this kayak oh. uh, thing. Talk about the, the kayak thing. Now, Kayak Ringgold, um, it was just kind of like the wreck project, just a spur of the moment business decision. Um, it's definitely paid off, but um, I love it. We've definitely met so many people in the community. It's uh, an experience that we get to offer family members that this area, you have to drive two or three hours Um you know, in other situations, but we're yeah. right here in town. Right. Um, and so uh, with that program, you know, I'm trying to start um, doing the um, paddling for Parkinson's uh, versus pedaling for Parkinson's that we do on bikes and that we do on boats is what we would like to start soon. So I'm working with a few agencies to try to take our output safer um, for seniors and stuff like that. Um, but we're also um, have some programs we're adopting or starting um, paddling programs for schools. So like Skyuka Hall um, is a local um, nonprofit school, a private school for uh, autistic children. So um, we've adopted them and they can come basically when they want. We try to encourage them to come once a month, but sometimes that doesn't happen uh, with life getting busy. But um, we take them down, it's a guided tour. We make sure that everyone's safe and it's you know usually something that these kids haven't gotten a chance to experience yeah how did you get how did you get started with that well um one saturday night i called the mayor because i saw a (laughs) kayak sign on the side of the road and i said i messaged him and i said hey i just wanted to let you know i'm gonna take kayak ringo to the next level (laughs) within three minutes he said call me (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good flex though i called the mayor (laughs) (laughs) so um i uh was in his office the next morning and by Tuesday morning. So that was, that was a Saturday. Monday I was in his office. Tuesday I went before the council and it's been going ever since. So, wow. I, you, you just have this energy where you just, you see something and you go get it. It's what you got to do. Is that the result of like the fitness? (laughs) Well, I've got a lot of people in my life that really spur me to on to do good things. And, um, you know, even with the gym, I've got, a staff of 20 people there and they're all about serving they Mm. their time is not because they want to make the money they've all got other jobs and they just work for me part-time but i've got doctors that come in for three or four hours a week i've got nurses that come in for a couple of hours a week and teach classes you know they have their life but they also want to give their time and energy to helping other people improve their health their mentality um and just mentorship it's just it's amazing so Steve, how did you uh, how did you get to know Miss Christie here? Uh, Christy and uh, her husband Eric and Melissa and I 
uh, met at church uh, 20 years ago, probably, uh, church we were going to. Is, is it longer than that, Christy, maybe? Nelson or? is 21. Yeah, so it's it longer than two that. two years before he was born. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we, we got to know each other that way and um, have just sort of stayed in, you know, we, we, we moved, we Melissa and I moved to Alabama for a few years. Um you know, Eric and Christy, when I first met them, were this cute little couple just starting off life together. <laughs> Eric was swinging a hammer and um, for somebody in else. Church. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they call him the hammer at church. Uh, but he uh, he went in, he got his contractor's license and, and started his own construction company. And, um, you know, uh, Melissa and I have always just considered them dear friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we moved back from uh, Birmingham back to Chattanooga. Uh, Facebook was just kind of starting to come around, and you know we we kind of stayed connected that way. But I I started seeing all these things that uh, Christy was doing. You know she she opened this gym over there, and it was it was where the rec project is now. Um, but I just started seeing Christy really being active in the community. Um, for the sake of the community. Mm-hmm. And it just really resonated with me about, hey, um, this is what walking the walk is. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is, she's blushing over here, but uh, <laughs> you know you're going to get bragged on. But um, it, it, Christy is a successful businesswoman, but that's not what she's about. She's about. Uh, making a difference in you know uh, helping people that can be helped, yeah. and that's a good example for us. You know, we we need to be looking for opportunities like that. And so, I was like, I've got to see about getting her on the podcast. You know, and so yeah. we go back um, during COVID. Um, everything shut down. I knew she had that gym, and I was like, Christy, are you? Is your gym closed? And she said, Yeah, it is closed, but I have to come in and clean up and do paperwork once in a while if you want to come in and exercise <laughs> so she'd let me sneak in the door a little bit and yeah now christy do you do you box have you ever like because um, i saw something about the junior boxing thing didn't well I? I have gone through some boxing phases ah. um i have an amazing boxing program um we've just updated all of our equipment and put in some state-of-the-art <laughs> stuff and it's pretty cool um and so i I have lots of boxing equipment. I just don't use it as much as I should. Do you still have the octagon? I still have the cage. (laughs) Step into the cage. (laughs) Two go in, but only one comes out. To become a member at uh, Our House Fitness, you have to fight Christy. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't able to become a member. (laughs) Steve still goes to the sports bar. I left. I cried in my car. <laughs> I would actually love to see a boxing match between you two. Let's do it. Christy, uh, Christy got me connected with this guy who's a pro boxer. He looks like a bear, right, oh Christy? Oh, my gosh. Yes, he does. He is humongous. Yeah, he is. He's like two of me. Yeah, yeah he's massive. And, uh, it's just natural, too. He's just yeah, naturally he is a, massive. Just a, a big bone boy. Yeah, yeah. Chris TKO to check. The Viking. You might look look up some of his fights on YouTube. The Viking. Yeah, he looks like a he's this philistine of a man with this lumberjack beard. Hey, Christy, why is fitness important? Um, Fitness is is important because it gives us longevity. Mm -hmm. Um, It gives us um, 
hope for things that we can do. It gives us uh, happiness um, with the, all the endorphins. And um, I see, I really do see people's lives change when they start a routine of better health. Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> we had a guy come in. He's a chiropractor. And he talked about, you know, kind of this biblical outlook of protecting our bodies, you know, and how like uh, it, it's it's not really a command, but it's like, hey, you have a physical body that God made you and yeah. protect it and take care of it. Um, and I don't think we hear that a lot in our churches today. No, Steve? No. And, and you know, I, I, I've been listening to another podcast that is really a more of a sales leadership podcast, but um, the guy who, who does it is a fitness enthusiast. Um, and he, he talks a lot about the connection between fitness and how that impacts every other part of your life, especially mentally. Yeah. And um, it's not that that podcast is not really a spiritual podcast, but he, he talks a lot about the fact that, hey, we, we've got a finite amount of time on this mm-hmm. earth. Um, and so he, he talks a lot about like everything that he does from a sales leadership um, perspective, it's driven from a place of helping people mm-hmm. and so to, to christy's point look if 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 you feel like you are on this earth to help people um you, you can't help people unless you help yourself first yeah, you know absolutely. you have to be in a position to be able yeah. to do that and I, I i completely agree with not that i'm the epitome of fitness obviously i'm not but <laughs> you know there's a direct correlation to how being fit um uh, affects the way that you think and the way that you're able to move and it, it adds clarity. And, you know, I, I know that, uh, I can tell you for sure if, if, if I've had a long week or, um, you know, if, uh, got some things I'm working out. Sometimes I work those things out in prayer. Sometimes I work those things out at the gym. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you work them out with someone's face. Yeah. And I, and I think that's part of, you know, I think, I think that's, Part of God's plan to be active yeah, and not sure. to be li- live the sedentary lifestyle. Yeah, we're supposed to be moving. Well, uh, so I asked him this, but I want to ask you this too. So for someone who is listening that doesn't exercise, doesn't eat well, you know, not in good, healthy standing, what what's like the first thing that they can do? Simple thing that they can do to get started on like a fitness journey, kind of deal. Walk and drink more water. Walk and drink water. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep. It's that easy. Yep, and just getting moving. Um, any mobility things that you can do. Um, that's where I see the most losses. People can exercise, but they don't necessarily focus on those stretches and those recovery moves. Um, and if you don't take care of your body, um, you know this is your house. And so mm-hmm. if you don't take care of your house, you definitely can't help to support anyone else's. So. Yeah. Christy, what's the right number of Swiss cake rolls you can have <laughs> oh in a day? Well, Because the, I go back and forth between four and... The, the calorie and cardio <laughs> ratios. <laughs> I have Steven really wants to know the answer to this. <laughs> well, I, I definitely believe in balance. So That's if right. you look at my diet, you'll know why I'm in the gym. So if I can stand on one leg, I can eat more Swiss cake rolls. My balance. Balance. Absolutely. <laughs> what did you eat for breakfast this morning, Steve? What'd I actually, right um, and this was not intentional. I, I've had a crazy morning. I haven't had anything to eat today Good but a cup you. of coffee. So. But I do plan to 
I try and eat eight large meals a day <laughs> to keep my metabolism going. To keep your figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of empty calories uh, and uh, um, unhealthy fats. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Well, thank you. Please do Well, Christy, is there anything else uh, you want to say about the Rec Project? or um, Just any? if you have any time or anything that you can give to us, um, the smallest thing um, will definitely help get these families back on their feet. Yeah, where can we go to find out more information? Um, you can go to therecproject.com um, is our website, and you can check that out. And, of course, I'm open 236 every day over in East Ridge right now and I love and the kids love when people stop by so just stop by see what we're about and get a tour and yeah and you, you've got a Facebook page right uh, yes uh, there is a Facebook page for the rec projecting okay yeah and then uh, her exercise yeah uh, totally. facility is our house studios in uh, at the um, it's the Gateway Business Center. In the Gateway Business Center yep. at the, um, which exit is that? It's the That's the first Cloud uh, Springs Georgia Road exit. exit, Cloud yeah. Springs Road. Yeah. Um, we talked about Force Show. I might have to come check it out. Yeah. Nice. I encourage everyone to go check out Christy's Gym. It's great. <laughs> and fight Christy. To yes. Get you have to fight. <laughs> Disclaimer, that's not true. Well, it, it, you'll have to just see this. It it When you walk in. It looks like a playground for grown-ups. It is a playground she, for she grown-ups. Has, like straight up jungle gym, grown-up jungle <laughs> yeah. gyms and stuff in there. Yes, people just climbing on the wall. Yes, absolutely. Yes, awesome. yes, you've got to go see it. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Christy. Thank Christy you Chapman. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for filling in, Steve. Oh, um, you don't have to say that I did a better job than Sean. Everyone knows. Now, Sean ends the interview with Grace and Peace friends, and so we want to get your kind of yes. My own sign off? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Keep on Trucking. <laughs> A nod to the 70s. <laughs> See you guys. Bye.